Here we are. Daniel Cook. Uh, <laughs> fuck that little kid. Um, he's actually a man now. Uh, for anyone who's not a no Canadian, way. and even if people are Canadian, uh, you might not even know him. Uh, Daniel Cook was a uh, a child star. Um, I mean, I, I maybe star is a, a huge word. Also, big dog ball talk. Matt Eichhorn, Jordan Flegel. What's talking going about on? Everybody? Stars. Um, well, yeah, talking about stars. I mean, really, the stars of the show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I actually worked with a guy who his cousin or something ended up marrying that kid. But Excuse me? <laughs> yeah, he's like a real dude still. He still goes around. For anyone who doesn't know who he is, uh, he was on some show, some kid's show where he literally traveled around and got to do everything cool, that every kid... Pretty cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, like that's a good, good fucking like do like skydiving, maybe not real skydiving, but like go, like, you know, the, the, the little indoor skydiving parks, like go fucking yeah. space center, whatever. Go go do everything you'd want to fucking do when you were a kid. And then he, like, that... he wasn't even cool. He would just walk, he just went in and did it. Hey Matt, he was he was cool. Come on, come on. No, okay, he wasn't. He was. Well, I'm pretty sure he's a redhead. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that 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 Cancels says a lot. Out. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm wondering if that childhood, like how he's turned out. Like if he is a man, I don't believe you that he's a man. I think that 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 kid just stays a kid forever, like <laughs> kind of Benjamin Buttony type thing, like that. I cannot picture that podcast. person as as an adult. But like, mm-hmm. is he a brat now? Does he expect to just be like? shipped around to all these you know different fun places because mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. that's what he grew up I, I don't know i don't know is it or is he very humbled about it because who, who knows who knows this is uh big questions being raised but i want to meet this guy because again yeah i don't think that guy grows up that's not what that's not in the cards for him in this universe so I, he's a kid I forever i can't imagine he aged well no uh but i mean hey that's i mean no right. offense uh yeah, daniel sorry. daniel's probably again haven't actually like met you Daniel's probably listening right now, like, man, what the fuck? Like, he's, uh, who who was it that we were uh, we were talking about before that we we really gave it to? Uh, that, that we were like, oh, oh Eminem, yeah. Eminem and Daniel Cook. We have to start like a, a a list of guys who are probably gonna be coming after us. Yeah, um, Eminem and Daniel. They're Cook, gonna block us on Twitter. Yep, yep. Uh, if they haven't already, I mean, we might have to check that after this. But we should. Um, uh, welcome to Big Dog Ball Talk. This is the all the nba awards special everybody. yeah this is the wednesday special it's been a minute since we have a wednesday special we're gonna have uh you know a couple more of these coming up uh especially throughout the playoffs um and then and, and definitely in the off season i think you guys could be expecting a, a bit of a different format in the off season uh but yeah. you're still going to be getting plenty of content uh and again get ready for friday uh me and jordan have really well i put jordan and i in kind of the constraints but uh friday <laughs> youtube debut coming up uh, and before we get into the uh, the NBA awards, we, we just wanted to quickly go through the, uh, the or review the play-in uh, from uh, Tuesday night uh, between the seven and eight seed matchups. Yeah. Uh, the Timberwolves and the Nets punching their tickets to the postseason. Uh, the Nets now going to be facing the Boston Celtics, and uh, the Timberwolves going to be facing the Memphis Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Both of these matchups are are exciting, and I honestly think both have possibilities for upsets. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, we talked about the Clippers uh, in our in our last or our Monday's pod, uh-huh. um, and how we both were picking them to win this game. It looked like they were going to win this game. They, they probably should have like won this fucking game. Or, no, I think no, there was like 10. ten. They were up a good man. Yeah, ten in yeah. the fourth though, for sure. And uh, out. he did nothing. Yeah. Eight oh points. my god. You know what that reminded me of, Matt? Watching that game, the Tyrone oh, no. uh, oh, off no, the game. Tyler, Tyrone. That's Tyler. B- Tyler Bistro. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, that's Tyler I got, Bistro, got the man. name wrong. Ty- yeah. Tyler Bistro, <laughs> uh, our friend from from high school, had a. Uh, you know, I, I, not his fault, not his fault. The yeah, rest were He's going to wake up, watch, listen to this, he, and he's going to be, gonna be, the, he's going to be pissed too. <laughs> but, but Tyler, Tyler, uh, this just this 
speaking to you, turn the camera on, whoever's got it. Um, like <laughs> it wasn't your fault, okay? It would only it was only reminiscent just because of how, you know, clearly <laughs> clearly frustrated Kat was with all that. Obviously, Ty Lu had this as a master plan, yeah. you know, we're gonna we're gonna get Kat in foul trouble as soon as possible. And my God, did it work? Uh, you know, really kind of showed his youth there a little bit. Um, and you know, especially on that uh, the one that got him his fifth, like an offensive foul, like the Clippers were just playing him for uh, you know, anytime he dropped his shoulder, moved an arm, they were going to, you know, yeah. fall down on the floor. And, you know, it's a good game plan. And uh, at the end of the day, though, like D'Lo and Anthony Edwards just had awesome games, both of them at the yeah. end. Great yep. shot making. And then D'Lo on the Clippers. stepped it up when he needed to, for sure. He did. He did. He had a better game than I, I expected him to have, honestly. And, uh, and you know, you, you're never sure with someone like Anthony Edwards how he's going to fare in his first, you know, postseason game. But he mm-hmm. killed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the Clippers just didn't have enough shot makers down the stretch. Paul George was doing his thing, but um, all those other guys, it, it just really kind of shows, uh, you know, it, you, you can set them up for like a three, like if you're Batoon or Morris or whatever, and, and they're going to, you know, play that role uh, really well, but they're not going to go get their own shot. Yeah, That's yeah. where I thought Reggie Jackson fell a little bit short in this game. I thought he could have played a little bit better for them like he did in last year's playoffs and, you know, uh, could have shot the ball a little bit better overall. Um, but... Uh, Credit Minnesota for coming back. I, I didn't look like they were going to be able to do it there. I, it was kind of playing out like we predicted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, the Minnesota flips the script, uh, even without Cat there at the end. So shout out them. And shout out them for, you know, if you just watched the last, uh, you know, as the buzzer sounds, uh, they, they won the NBA championship. Pat Bev throws the ball <laughs> yeah. straight up like a little kid jo- jumps on this the scores table. It's, uh, it's great. Uh, shouts at the Clippers uh, in a not safe for work video from the locker room mm-hmm. after. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's great. It's, it's the Pat Bev experience. I'm loving it. He was putting on a flopping clinic. Oh my god, it pisses oh, me off, man. Jesus to watch. Christ. Uh, but I, I, I just don't get how the refs like how they, how they like. I'm. I would it. hate him if I was a ref. Oh yeah, I would. yeah, yeah. But they, but they, they, they definitely go back when they review and they're like, oh, yep, that was not a real call. That was a bad <laughs> call. This was a bad call. Um, and then on the Nets and the Cavs side of things, um, you know. It was a uh, the, the the Timberwolves and Clippers game was definitely the better matchup. Uh, yeah. The Nets, I mean, fucking ramen on Kyrie, that was <laughs> yeah. insane, yeah. insane. Nine for nine Didn't hits the buzzer beater. Um, yeah, that was that was crazy. Kevin Durant still Kevin Durant. Uh, he was going off. Uh, you know, again, Bruce Brown. I've been pumping this guy's tires. He might be, he might be. He's he's working his way up the the rungs of my being being one of my top uh, my favorite players just to watch. I, he's he's great. He's, he's been he, shooting the ball really well lately from deep. Yeah, and like what he does, uh, we talk about this type of player all the time. When you have a really good offensive player like Kyrie and KD, to have that guy who you can dump it to and then who can mm-hmm. make a secondary play, like the amount of times he lobbed it up to Claxton for an easy dunk or like yep. found a shooter in that little short role, that what, what you know, the, the Draymond Green role. Um, Bruce Brown's pretty short, but he does it really well. Yeah. Um, and that's why, you know, down the line, if they get Simmons back, just to throw him into that, you know, that spot uh, mm-hmm. to do that, um, you know, I, I I think playing that Bruce Brown role is the best spot for him. But, you know, uh, you've got Bruce Brown doing that already. Uh, you know, yeah, Bruce Brown's yeah. a little more undersized, so he can't really guard those big wings. I think he's going to struggle, um, even though he is a good defender guarding Boston's big wings. That's why you want, you know, in theory would want Simmons in there instead of him. But mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. definitely... All the credit goes to to him. He had a an awesome game. And then, you know, like if if I'm the Boston Celtics watching this game, I'm just fucking terrified. Like Ky- Kyrie oh, yeah, yeah. and and Ke- like Kyrie is one thing. He's his own animal to deal with. You literally cannot stop Kevin Durant. And I don't even care who you are on Boston. Boston has yeah. I think Jalen Brown's going to have a, a tough tough series. 
Yeah, and even if you like, I I think maybe the best guy to throw on uh, KD if if you know just in a vacuum, if you really needed to stop, would be Tatum because he's actually had a really under underrated yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. defensive season this year. But you don't want to put Jason Tatum on Kevin Durant. Uh, you, you that you like there'll be way too much um, you know pressure and time taken away from you know where he actually should be putting his energy, like on the offensive yeah, end, yeah. which is what Boston needs. So, oh, it's. It's tough. I, I don't know if maybe Boston's looking in the mirror thing. Oh, shit, we should have maybe thrown that last uh, game of the season away. <laughs> yeah, Let yeah. Milwaukee stay in that second spot because uh, that's going to be a tough series. I mean, you know, they, they, they're they they're a great team in their own right. I, I can see that series kind of going either way. But the, the Nets just looked so impressive. And, the, you mm-hmm. know, Cleveland kept it close here and there. But I think we all kind of felt like the Nets had this one in control. Yeah, and I, I think Cleveland, and they said it a couple times, uh, they really needed Jared Allen in this one. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. especially when you saw the way that, that, uh, that the, you know, the Nets were easily getting into the paint there. Uh, I mean, Nicholas Claxton yeah. with, like, the game of his fucking life had the five yeah. blocks, I think. Yeah. Uh, that, that, I mean, that's and not He didn't really miss hit. a single shot. Six for yeah. six. Yeah, he was. Uh, he he had he had quite the game, uh, which you know you like to see that from a young guy uh, who hasn't done too too much. Uh, and Andre Drummond, how many fucking dunks was uh, Andre Drummond getting? That oh, he, my God. he almost had a huge poster on Mobley, <laughs> he did. and he missed it. Uh, thank God. Uh, again, Drummond is one of those guys where I I always am like, oh yeah, like he's on the Nets. Like it is this yeah. good or bad for them? Uh, I know. I, I mean, I think he'll uh, like uh, he'll be good if Al Horford is still hurt. I mean, but if if not, Al Horford's gonna like finesse the hell out of him. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh. And let's get into and, it. Now. And 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 ju- just quickly before we go, just the last thought too. Irving and Durant, they had their scoring numbers: twelve assists for Kyrie, eleven assists for Kevin yep. Durant. Like yep. they can do that too. And if they're doing that, then then they're really really dangerous. Like getting other yep. guys their shots, like two Drummond, two two Brown. Like that's when you have to worry about everyone. And then my God, yeah, but. It'll be an incredible matchup, though, in that first round because, you know, one of the best defenses in the NBA versus uh, two of the best offensive players we've ever seen. It's going to be uh, fireworks. It's going to be incredible. 100%. Uh, yeah, if the plan will continue uh, as of recording this, uh, it'll be the Hawks versus Hornets tonight. The uh, you know, it's, uh, that, that, that'll be a, a crazy one. And then, of course, the, the money wager, Pelicans and Spurs, hey. finally live. We'll see how that one goes. Um, but uh, everybody, yeah, the, I'm sure you're here. You want to hear the... Uh, the the full uh award breakdown here from Flegel yes. and I uh he doesn't know my picks I don't know his uh so this is gonna be exciting this is gonna be uh you know we're probably gonna have some good debate here uh yep. we're probably gonna have some that's uh that, that are gonna be the same but uh you know let's let's find out let's get through it and let's start it off with the rookie of the year uh who is the best of the freshman class coming into the season Jordan you had Evan Mobley as your uh, as yes, your I pick. Did. Does he stay as your pick? Because I, I definitely I stayed away from uh, from Mr. Green. And, you know, even though you know, he's a self appointed bucket, uh, yeah. I would just, uh, I, he definitely was not the rookie of the year. Um, but so I, I have I've got somebody else. But who who do you got? Do you, you stick with your guns? Mm. Yeah, this was bit this was tough for me because you know it'd be it'd be pretty nice to predict the rookie of the year, uh, the guy who I eventually actually picked for the award in the preseason. Yep. I'd feel good about myself. But my homerism it, it took over. <laughs> it's too much. It's too strong. I can't stop it. And I honestly do think, even, you know, all that aside, yep. I think Scotty Barnes has edged just ever so slightly over Mobley, especially these last, uh, you know, the, this last part of the season. Like, Scotty Barnes, yep. man, averaging 15, 7.5 boards, 3.5 assists. Like, he, and starting the entire year playing anywhere from point guard to center on any given night, mm-hmm. uh, being a guy who looks like, 
he doesn't look like a rookie out there, which I think is no. the biggest compliment that you can give to a rookie. That The same goes for Mobley. He doesn't look like a rookie either. There's actually a lot of rookies. You know, This yeah, is one of the Cade. deepest rookie, rookie classes yeah. that we've had in a while. But I think just the versatility and the different things he's been asked to do and the success success he's seen at all different kind of levels is why I think, Scotty, uh, you, you got to give it to him this year. I, I, mm-hmm. Mobley's you know, a close second because of how well he started off the year. Um, and... Like a lot of people, you know, too, were saying, look, you know, Mobley's got to be rookie rookie of the year. Look how look how you know well he's doing on this winning Cavs team. That that at that point earlier in the year, the Cavs were securely in the playoffs. Now you know it's it's flipped. Like the Raptors uh, are the team that are securely in that fifth seed. Yeah. And Scotty, uh, you know, a starter on that really successful team, a big part of it. So I think, like, I I know it's still kind of close, but I, I'd honestly, I don't know. I, I think Scotty's just very very clearly the the right choice you know in my opinion um wouldn't be i, I would get it if you picked mobley or and i've even seen some people put kate up there because he's really really come on strong he didn't play enough games he's awesome kate is he awesome is great. but he didn't play enough games in my yeah opinion. yeah there's the missed games there's and just kind of you know the the rust uh, at the beginning of the season when he started and the fact that he doesn't he doesn't have any of that pressure that he, he's not no. on a playoff team you know yeah, so it's yeah it's hard to judge you know how good scotty or mobley would be if they literally had none you know no, no worries. Just go yeah. up there, and that, it's the same yeah. thing with with uh, with Jalen Green. I mean, yeah, exactly. it's not uh, like I mean, it's not really a knock. Like I mean, that's the situation they were drafted into, and that's what the their franchise wants them to do. So I'm not yeah. saying that that's a, a bad thing for them. Uh, but I mean, the numbers are going to be a little bit different. Uh, like you, you can't compare yeah. somebody who's able to take you know 20 shots a game uh, to a guy who maybe takes eight. Yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, in, in this one, I think yeah, it's a two man race between uh, Mobley and Barnes, and uh, you know. Barnes was my underdog, my kind of sleeper pick. He was um, coming in because, uh, uh, and, and I think I got to agree with you. And I don't even think it's homerism at this point. Uh, yeah, like I, I just think Scotty. Like again, I, I, if Mobley wins it, I wouldn't be like, like I'll be a little mad as a Raptors fan, but yeah. like it's just like a pure like a basketball fan. You know, it, it, if he if he doesn't get it, he doesn't get it. Um, yeah. And Mobley is very deserving in his own right. Uh, but yeah, I think in this last couple of like weeks, uh, like the last stretch of the season, uh, just Barnes versatility, as you said. Uh, and, and the things he's been able to do, uh, you know, Mo- Mobley and him are, are have been neck and neck the entire way. But yep. uh, I just think that he's done a little bit more. Uh, he's played in a little bit more games. I know Mobley had a bit of a, an injury. I uh, missed about a week. Uh, or, uh, the last, I think it was the second last week of the season. Um, yep. But but Scotty's defense is top of the line uh like he can guard one through five he can play offensively one through five uh i mean i i I just think every single time we see him he's getting better and more confident uh i i I think the sky's the limit for a guy like that that really can be kind of like a triple threat as we've always said like that's kind of what you need to be to be a superstar in uh, in this league uh, I think, you know, obviously the right, right. Honestly, right now, the only thing I think that is a little below average might be his jump shot. Yeah. And even that's, you know, started to come along uh, as the, the, the seasons advanced. And again, yeah, yeah, with yeah. playing in Toronto, you got a really great development staff and uh, development the team best. there. Um, so I, I think that, you know, there's, there's no question that he's just going to improve, uh, especially in that aspect. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, I think that he's going to be uh, like a cornerstone piece for the Raptors for, for years to come. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's. I think that it, I'm glad we're in agreement on the on the on the first one. We're a one for one here. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think Scotty Barnes is is the right pick for uh, for rookie of the year. And really, yeah. if uh, I think the only other, I think that if they really wanted to do it, because they haven't done it in so long, you know, you could do a uh, a joint rookie of the year. 
Yeah, uh, why not? Co- co-rookie feel, of the year, Mobley and Barnes. I wouldn't care. I mean, it's rookie of the year. It's kind of like, it, it means something, but it doesn't. You know what I mean? Like, no, yeah. It's like, hey, you, you, uh, you get to go join Michael Carter-Williams. Uh, yeah, <laughs> rookie of the year. Uh, yeah, that's a, that. That means so Tyreek Evans, Malcolm Brogdon, Malcolm Brogdon, yeah, Mr. Prez, uh, Tyreek Evans. Uh, yeah, I believe also was a rookie of the year. Sacramento. Yeah. That was a what? What? That, if you want to see a sick hoop mixtape, think that guy was going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's. Uh, I I don't know if he's still banned from the league or if he. I know. I think he was reinstated recently, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, if, I think uh, I he think can so, have yeah. some sort of, <laughs> sort of comeback. <laughs> Uh, and then to move on to the to the next award, uh, you know, because that that one, you know, we we get able to get that one out of the way quickly, and this one I think we'll also be able to get out of the way quickly. Let's go with the coach of the year. Uh, see who is the best right. man behind the bench. Uh, you know, really galvanizing his troops. Uh, see who uh, see who we got here uh, as the best uh, you know leader on the hardwood. Uh, for me, Jordan. You know, I, I, again, I coming into this year, I think I, I, cause I didn't, I, I really didn't, I don't care about Coach of the Year too, too much. But do you remember uh, who you picked? Cause I went back and listened. Yep, I picked Mr. Jason Kidd, which actually good pick, really good, good, pick. good pick. And you know, you said Matt, you, you, you said I, I quoted you, you after you picked him. You said if you know if the Mavericks can get a top four seed and see improvements overall, he can be in the conversation. Dallas, four seed in the West, little improvements overall. You're you've got a crystal ball over there, Matt. And, I wish. You know, I, 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 he he's he's he would be deserving if he won it. I would not be yeah. mad if he. Won. I think that he's got he's definitely got to be up there as like a candidate at least. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, and I honestly I keep forgetting that he's even the coach there, and I'm like, really? Like a Jason Kidd team hasn't fucking blown up yet? This is yeah. so weird. <laughs> um, but hey, he's he's pulling it off. I mean, he's got Luca on his side, so I mean that That's definitely true. helps. Um, but I mean he also had a young Giannis, and he blew that one too. Um, yeah. But yeah, I. I I kind of thought about it. I'm like, you know, I had Jason Kidd. Personally, though, I'm one. I got to go Monty Williams. Uh, I think yeah. that that was the. Uh, I think you know, it's it's kind of the easy pick to make. Uh, you know, best yeah. team in the league. But I just think that you know he they had uh, quite a few different injuries, uh, and he he had the same personnel essentially as last year. Um, but they ran it back, and he he's just been you know such a great mainstay for that team. Uh, and, and, and he's a great X's and O's guys. He's a great motivator i think he does everything that you could possibly want from a coach yeah. um, and i think that there's a lot of great coaches that could be you know nominated this year yeah or, or receive some first place votes um but you know i i think you just got to give it to monty to you know show the respect for what uh, a fantastic one of the best seasons we've seen uh in the nba uh especially as of the, the last couple of years so uh, you know, I just want to show my respects to the Suns uh, and Monty, and you know, I think that uh, he, he deserves uh, some uh, some recognition this year. Yeah, yeah, one of my favorite coaches in the league. I we've talked about before how much you know I I respect him and and the job he does. Not yeah. mad at that at all. Um, I for me, like I, I I he was definitely you know he he might be like my second or, or third choice uh, at the end of the day. I didn't go with him. Uh, by the way, in case anyone's wondering, I picked fucking Steve Nash to win Coach of the Year in the preseason yeah, yeah. special. So. Uh, Fuck me, I guess. Thank that. I, I blame Kyrie and um, and James Harden for that one because there's a there's a world where I I, I mostly my prediction of yeah my prediction of uh, Brooklyn you know winning sixty games you know that that could come true maybe you know if Kevin Durant doesn't get injured all that but um, you know I I, th- I still think Steve Nash can prove himself especially in the playoffs uh, you know whether whether or not he's a good coach or not but we'll leave that one aside for now but yeah uh, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, like Monty Williams, definitely deserving. I just thought, you know, the 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 Suns kind of just built on the success that they had last year, um, and you know, they're they're all motivated. I think a lot goes into um, them being as good as they are, you know, with their development guys and and everything. And and so, 
you know, I, I, I went a different way that the two guys I was really kind of leaning, uh, you know, sort of going back and forth between, uh, were Taylor Jenkins and Eric Spolstra. And yeah. I wasn't sure who to go with, but what, what sealed it for me was the fact that, you know, in our last pod, when we were doing all NBA teams, uh, for me, Miami doesn't have a single all NBA player. And I thought like, you know, and, and some people have Jimmy Butler on there. Some people might squeeze bam on their teams. Um, and you know, and that's fine, but Probably not, uh, uh, you know, if, if there is a Heat player, they'll be on third team more than likely. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, if they're even on there at all. And mm-hmm. that just, to me, goes to show, you know, Miami, first seed in the East uh, against all these other, you know, really, really talented teams between Boston, Milwaukee, even Philly, and, you know, obviously Toronto and Chicago and all, all those, uh, and not to mention Brooklyn, like all, all these really, really talented teams. And Miami just, you know, uh, had a better record than all of them. I and mean, with with a lot of guys missing time, like yeah. the... Their starting lineup still, uh, you know, their their best five have not played very many minutes together at all. Mm-hmm, like that, mm-hmm. it's going to be, you know, in the playoffs, some of the first, you know, basketball you see with with all five of their, you know, best players and their closing lineups and and all that out on the floor. And you know, uh, Yurtsevin and you know Struess yeah. and all these random ass guys that Spose have had to deal with. He he throws them in there. He coaches them up. Uh, you know, all every single year you see his guys play hard for him. Um, and you know, with, with all the di- different circumstances to, to, to be the top team in the East, um, most of the way through the season, uh, I, I think, uh, it's, it's got to go to Spo for me. Um, but you know, but it's close between him and Monty and I consider Taylor Jenkins cause of the job he's done, but, uh, because of his sort of, yeah, just lack of, you know, a real offensive star that he's had healthy for the mo- most of the season, you know, he really hasn't had that. I, I had to go with uh, Spo for that reason. So yeah, I, Even I to, think to big Spo. Yeah, Spo is on my uh, my short list for sure. I think him, Taylor Jenkins, and uh, Monty Williams are kind of like the the quintessential top three, or at least yeah. should be. Uh, I, I, as far as the season's gone, because uh, you know, and, and to pump his tires a bit, you know, in Taylor Jenkins' respect, uh, before I get into Spo too much, I mean, John Morant missed, I believe, thirty games this yeah. year. Yeah. Um, and, and when the he was out, the Grizzlies still were continuing to win, and that was also, you know, they had a lot of other injuries, you know, mixed in there. Uh, yeah. So I mean. Taylor Jenkins, what a phenomenal job he's done there. Uh, a really, really underrated coach. Um, you know, sh- yeah. shout out to him. Uh, but yeah, Spolstra, if he won that one, uh, you know, again, the the second longest uh, tenured coach right now in the NBA, uh, yeah. or at least uh, for 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 a, a single team, uh, at, at least that's the case. Um, yeah. But re- regardless, he's he's been you know kind of a guy who's well, he, he to be fair, he coached LeBron. So every yeah. guy who's ever coached LeBron kind of gets the oh well, you know he's uh, he he he's carried the LeBron. LeBron just draws up all the plays, whatever. And uh, yeah. you know, he always got some of that slack. But you know he's proven over the last you know, holy shit, it's almost been ten years. Yeah, uh, yeah. that you know he's uh, he, he's a great coach, motivator. Everything that you know, kind of was saying about Monty Williams, same thing yeah. applies for for Spolstra. Uh, and, and yeah, I think you made a good point this year, you know, uh, what a great all around team. And they all really bought into, you know, Spolstra system, you know, focusing mm-hmm. on defense, really running in transition and ugling it up. Uh, yep. it, you know, I, I think that, you know, we, we, we talked about him. He's not afraid to get in his players faces. Uh, maybe, maybe throw hands with them. Yep. Uh, you know, I, and I think that you need a guy like that. Like he's a very different style of coach. Uh, then Monty Williams, like he's he's a lot fiery, more fiery. Like uh, Williams is always, you know, he he gets animated on the sideline, but you know he he's always kind of really cool, yeah, and calm, it's pretty zen. Uh, yeah, yeah. He like he knows he he can really <clears throat> keep it together, so you know he's not gonna overreact to anything. Whereas Spolstra, like he wears his heart on his sleeve, like he lets all of his fucking fire go. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's uh maybe that's some of the Filipino in him. Uh, you know, yeah, that, uh, yeah. Yeah, he gets a little fired up. 
but yeah, it's a, uh, I, I think Spolster, yeah, again, one of the best coaches we've seen in the league in, in quite some time. And I mean, if he, he was to win this one, uh, I think it's rightfully deserving as well. But, uh, you know, for me, I'm going Monty, but, uh, you know, regardless, yeah, kind of similar pick. to our, our rookie of the year, uh, you know, talks there. I think that, you know, yeah, any of those three guys, I think, uh, you know, I'd be happy to see. Maybe we should do a try coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Fuck it. Let's yeah. just, just, just get weird with it. Yeah, yeah. No, they're they're deserving. I think for for sure I agree. Those are the the top three candidates for sure. And you know, <laughs> I think <clears throat> some people have Ime Udoka like uh in the conversation a little bit too. Yeah, but yeah. the the way they struggled earlier on, you know, if it was a full body of work, you know, Boston probably have the one seed, then then he'd be in there too. Cause he's done, I think, just as good of a job as, as those guys in the second half of the season. But you know, uh, same goes for all the cases for the, all these, you know, Boston players slash slash, you know, coach. Uh, it's got to be a full season of work uh, that you're mm-hmm. judging these awards on, and they they just struggled too much at the beginning. But uh, he'd be the fourth man out for me. But for sure, those those three guys, if, if as long as one of the three of them wins, uh, I, I think or that's Jason uh, Kidd, a good pick. Yeah, or Jay Kidd, or Jay Kidd, <laughs> or Steve Nash. Come on, he's had a lot no, to deal with. No, Come no, on, no, give no, me no, my no 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 <laughs> that that don't don't do that. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it, let's move on now to the next award, and you know this might be the most prestigious award, the award that people are here they they want to see the most. Uh, and I definitely don't blame you if the you know that's the case, but it's the inaugural first ever. I mean that's what inaugural means. Uh, that's right. Big dog of the year. <laughs> let's see who gets it. Ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, I'm not sure who is, uh, who's going to get it. Uh, I've got the imaginary envelope right here. Uh, Jordan, uh, you know, we, we saw some really great, uh, winners, uh, a big dog of the month throughout the, uh, the season this year, uh, names such as Jonas Valanciunas. Uh, perhaps it was even, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Steven Adams, uh, or, or Time Lord, uh, Robert Williams, uh, or Kyle Kuzma or Kyle Kuzma. We can't forget the, the littlest big dog. It's not about yep. the, uh, the size of the, the dog in the fight, size of the fight in the dog. And that was uh, right. definitely Kuz dog in that case. Um, but I'm opening the envelope now and the right. winner of go. big dog of the year, of 2021 and 2022 NBA season is. The Kiwi, Steven Adams. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Congratulations, Steve. Steve, wow. I know this has got to be a crazy honor for you, man. Uh, you can feel free to send in your your uh, your award speech uh, thanking us for yes. quite the honor. I'm sure this is uh, the highlight of your career thus far. Uh, and you know what? The, he's got uh, quite the, the quite the road to the playoffs ahead of him. Uh, he's probably gearing up to you know clamp down on Cat. That's going to be oh. a, a crazy matchup. But yep. He's the big dog of the year for a fucking reason, man. He's a tough bastard. He's uh, yes. led the league in offensive rebounding. Uh, and yep. and uh, what what makes a big dog too? We've always said it. It's the uh, the unsung guy, the guy who yep. puts in the work. He does all the little things you might not even notice. He's a really great passer. Uh, yes. And he 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 had about only about four and a half assists uh, per game this year. But that is really strong still for a center. And when you see the oh, passes that great. he makes. He's he's always been a great facilitator, even back to his days on OKC. Um, so I think that you know Stephen Adams is a, a great inaugural recipient. I think he really exemplifies what it means to be a big dog. He's a great teammate, great guy, and uh, you know tough as nails too. Like uh, you know if you're yep. making like a a top five guys, you don't want to you know have to fight in the NBA. Uh, you know Stephen Adams is definitely on that list. I mean he's oh, he's a, he's a yeah Aquaman, uh, great guy, great player, big dog of the year. Uh, I mean what what can what more can you say about the Kiwi uh, Stephen oh. Adams? Can Congratulations, man! Uh, I, I've got I've got chills just thinking yeah, about how, me too. Uh, how how many more uh, you know Big Dog of the Year awards we, we may be giving out, uh, and, and we're just happy to start the legacy off with uh, with yeah. you, my friend. Yeah, 
Yeah, like only seven points per game, but uh, you know, a steal per game, a block per game, career high in rebounds this year mm-hmm, at ten, mm-hmm. career high in assists. We talked about yeah, offensive rebounding off the charts. Uh, good defensive rebounder too. Uh, everything sort of defensively that he does is is incredible for that Memphis team. Uh, shoots over fifty percent. Uh, you know, he, he's, uh, you know, uh, kind of a rough uh, go at the free throw line for him, but that's okay. He's a big dog anyway. Um, and Yeah, free throws don't matter for the big dog. That's the no, only category no, no, no. that we really don't care. That we, we don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, any of the skill-based, uh, you know, stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, he, but he, he mucks it up. Uh, totally agree. Would not want to fight that guy. Um, uh, been a real kind of, uh, you know, closer to those old school protectors like, you know, Charles Oakley and, yep, yep. and uh, all those old 90 guy, 90s guys who, you know, will... He'll protect Jaw. He'll lift. He'll lift people up and move them away yeah, from his young yeah. star players if he has to. He's uh, a big dog through and through. Congrats, uh, Stephen Adams. Uh, you deserve it, man. It might be the front runner going into next year too. He's uh, got a stranglehold on this award so far. I think he's uh, yeah. the biggest of the big dogs. Shout out Stephen Adams. Yeah, we'll well, we'll, ha- we'll have to see, man. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be hard to knock him off that uh, that pedestal for sure. So uh, you know, uh, congratulations to to Steve. But Pat and... Pat Bev's coming for him. Pat Bev's fuming right now. He wanted this award so bad, man. He didn't even win a Big Dog of the Month award. No, uh, he didn't. He's mad about that too. Yeah, we'll have to get him and Marcus Smart too, man. Uh, yeah. another guy who uh, you know probably could have been in consideration here, but uh, you know did, just didn't quite crack the uh, the criteria of that. But uh, who knows? Maybe we'll have to. We'll do a little bit more investigating. Maybe we'll revamp our Big Dog of the Year award tracking system, and uh, yeah. we'll see if we can get a couple more of these small guys in there. NBA but, uh, t- NBA.com, put a tracker up there. Uh, you know, they've got the M- MVP should. tracker. We need the Big Dog tracker. Big Dog of the Year tracker uh, coming soon to uh, all of your homes, on demand maybe even. <laughs> uh, just be a live replay of uh, this conversation uh, over and over <laughs> and over. Um, to move on now uh, to the next award. Uh, that we are going to be breaking down the six man of the year award, the best of the bench. Um, yep. Coming into this one, Jordan, uh, I, I don't recall uh, who you had, but uh, you know, I had Mr. Thanks, Tyler Matt. hero. You did. You and did. I'm sticking with him, man. I am hundred percent sticking with that pick because you know, I have to stick with one of them. Uh, I, I even thought in the middle of it, calling an audible and, st- and going back to Jason Kidd, uh, <laughs> my six man of the year, I think it's Tyler hero. Uh, kind of what you said again, you know, uh, we we're talking about the, the heat didn't have a, you know, ton of uh, all NBA love. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and we'll see how they end up getting it uh, in, in real life. Um, but you know, I think Tyler Hero was a was a great player off the bench for the Heat all year long. I mean, uh, usually it is just like the best bench scorer is uh, who gets this one. Yeah. Uh, but and, and he came out of the gates hot to the season. Uh, I think he was averaging uh, well over twenty points at one point. Uh, you know, really, really putting up numbers. Cooled off a little bit as the the season went on. The defense is still you know not really uh, not really there for him, but. But uh, as far as kind of coming off the bench and just being kind of a spark plug and uh, almost like a super sub, uh, yeah. I, I, I think uh, you know Hero is the here's the man for that job. And uh, you know I think I think this one is uh, the first of maybe a, a possibly a couple more uh, six man of the year awards to come for him. Uh, you know if he doesn't yeah. ever take that step uh, to just starting. Cause, I mean he's a starting player. That's kind of what these always are. It's always a starting caliber player that just, just yeah. happens to be coming off the bench. Uh, yeah. Like he, he could start for pretty much any team in the NBA uh, yeah. and, and, and still have this kind of success. So uh, Tyler Hero, that's got to be my pick. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't even want to tell you my pick, Matt. There's a reason you forgot. Uh, it was Derek Rose uh, at the Ooh. beginning of the season. And, uh, you know, hey, bing, bong, start the bing bong on that one. <laughs> every little, every single thing uh, to do with the Knicks, you know, any yeah. prediction. Yeah. Just man, oh man, the Knicks. That was the big I, dog I ball talkers. The, that was what happened. They, yeah, when the Knicks were good. True. We were cursed. And then when they started to suck, then we then we were good. Then we yeah, then we, 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 we took their life anymore. force. And, yeah, uh, yeah. 
we we've ran with it. But yeah, I, I thought you know I thought Derrick Rose. Yeah, I, I I mean we both thought the Knicks would be a good team. And I thought Derrick Rose could you know come in and be that you know veteran point guard to you know uh, beat up on second units uh, and you know uh, uh, come and be a difference maker. Obviously that didn't work out. Um, but uh, you know. Uh, I think Tyler Hero. That, that's my you know pick here. We, you know, mm-hmm. talking about it today, and I think that's that's really the only answer you can give. Like there haven't been a lot of other guys this year like him. Um, you know, I, I remember listening back to our uh, our, our prediction pod, our, our two hour special when we picked all of our guys in the preseason. Jordan Clarkson was the betting favorite again, uh, but he has had a shit Not, uh, shit yeah. season, horrible, yeah. horrible, horrible season. Um, so, you know, no, no one's really considering him. There's a few other guys. I think if Spencer Dinwiddie had spent a full season in Dallas coming off, you know, off the bench in that mm-hmm. role that he's been playing. Well, he I was think goaded be... for that, like, three-week span. Holy shit. Yeah, of course yeah. you don't want Dinwiddie and, in there. Yeah, and, like, you know, since coming over to Dallas, 16 points per game, four assists. He does um, start know. a lot, too. Like, he kind of goes back and forth. He does. But, you know, I think over the course of a full season, they they'd probably have started, you know, Brunson and mm-hmm. then Doncic and, and Finney Smith and, and whoever else. And, uh, you know, if, if, he, if he qualified um, and, you know, came off the bench enough for a full season, I think he'd be right in that mix. But obviously, mm-hmm. you know, he hasn't been in Dallas long enough uh, for that to happen. So I think the the clear choice, uh, you know, and even touches him um, is hero. Like, yeah, you can make the argument hero has been their most important offensive player this year like they go yeah, to him yeah. at the end of games uh for for the heat you know in a team of a bunch of you know uh, mainly uh defenders on that team and he he's really really important for what they do and he's going to be really important for them in the playoffs um and uh you know without him i i do not think they they'd have the one seat uh you know simple no, as no, that no. um so uh I, I think it's hero uh by a mile well and we've seen him you know put on in the biggest moments i mean even uh yeah. i believe it was his rookie year for god's sakes you know yeah. when they were in the bubble uh he was you know throwing down dunks past lebron uh i mean he's he's built for the yeah. moment he's not afraid of anything and that's kind of what you need that swagger it's kind of like in the in the nfl he's got swagger. uh for a backup uh, quarterback you need to have yeah. a bit of a swagger and confidence in yourself that you like if you're yeah. coming off the bench you just need to be ready to turn it on like that you need to be hot you need to be ready to go and believe that everything that you're doing is gonna you know win them the game you got to play like a star essentially even though you're coming yeah. off the bench uh and that's kind of the the trend with all the best six men uh that have uh, yeah. been in the nba historically all these swaggy guys uh yeah. like i mean again you know like swaggy you look P. at like so yeah swaggy hey he was he was he was a solid six man at one point he uh, was I, know, didn't he, he, did he win no, I don't think he ever got it. Uh, uh, I thought maybe he would. He, uh, he must have been close. Yeah, a guy who did get one that uh, that was really swaggy, uh, uh, Mr. J.R. Smith. Uh, yeah. I, I believe he Lou has Will. a... Yeah, Lou Williams, Lou Will Jamal has Crawford, two, two Manu. Two girls and they get along. Yeah, Manu, my God. Uh, yeah, it's... All, yeah, all, all those guys, you're absolutely right. They, they've got the swagger. They're, 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 they can, you know, sit for 20 straight minutes and come mm-hmm. in and hit their first, like, three shots. That's And that's not something everyone can do. Um, and yeah, Tyler Hero totally fits that profile, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, yeah. So congratulations, Tyler Hero. It's a it's a clean sweep here uh, over for Big Dog Ball Talk. And uh, you know, let's uh, let's move on now to uh, the next award. We're flying, Jordan. Uh, this we are. We, we actually finally uh, are going to be. You know, when we said it's going to be a shorter uh, podcast, that this might actually be a shorter podcast. So that's uh, yeah, that's proud nice. of us. Proud uh, of make us. make this easy for you guys. Um, uh, that's the next one up. Most improved player of the year. This one's always a weird one. Uh, yeah. I always kind of, I have conflicted feelings about this award because like sometimes it's cool to give it out and then sometimes like, like I don't, and, and I want to shout out, you know, Jay Skeets, uh, the, the Canadian legend, uh, you know, over there with no dunks. Uh, yep. you know, he, he, he was one of the first people that said it and I totally agreed. Uh, it's stupid to even consider people who I think are, that, that are in their second year. 
because you're yes. supposed to be improved. So guys yes. like Desmond Bain and Desmond Bain would have been a great candidate for this oh, yeah. award. Desmond Bain, Tyrese Maxey, uh, yep. guys like that. Like if yeah, yeah, obviously they're, they're, they you give them 20 more minutes and you let them take 10 more shots a game. Like yeah, yeah their fucking numbers are going to be improved. Like no, no, yeah. no question. Um, and, and and sure, like yeah, I get the argument that you know they, they can still show those signs of growth and whatever, but like. It, it that's what's supposed to happen it doesn't make yeah. sense to do that so i always like giving it to somebody who's a couple years in uh and, and but again it's always kind of like you have to decide what's really the biggest improvement because i even remember back uh excuse me when steph curry uh when he won his uh second mvp back to back yeah people were thinking he should be the most improved player and that was because yeah. he went from like 23 points to like 31 or whatever it was 30 points per game uh and was just like so fucking good even though he was the mvp the year before um yeah. so it's again it's, it's kind of you have to evaluate it and find your cup of tea here um but for me jordan i went mr jaw morant wow. as my most improved player um wow. I, I think i had rj barrett as my most improved player yeah uh, you did going into yes, the you year did. uh you know he's he showed he showed some improvement i mean not definitely not enough to win it uh but jaw uh i mean I already thought last year, you know, we were starting to see you know, something special, but then the the leap he made this year um, was, was insane. Uh, I think well, like almost ten points per game more, uh, yeah. and, and, and you know, still facilitating, playing good defense, uh, and leading his team to uh, a top two seed in the West. Uh, I think he had an insane season, uh, and I think that the you know, most improved player is, uh, is 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 very fair and should be a mantle attached to his name. I feel. Yeah, and I mean, people talk about it all the time in this discussion. There's different leaps that players can make, and you know, one of the hardest to make is going from a good player, like a borderline all-star player, yeah. to like a superstar player, yeah. and that's what uh, John Morant you did. And you don't see that sometimes. That you know, I I'd have to go back and look at it, but sometimes it feels like that that leap doesn't happen, like for anyone in any given year. Like that that's not no, it's a not super it's not a given, yeah. common occurrence. Um, and you know the the fact that he he's done that uh, is is super impressive. And you know he he was in the conversation for me a hundred percent. Um, to to be honest, like sometimes like the the same sort of uh, reasoning behind why I don't I would never give it to a second year guy. Sometimes I even feel the same way a little bit about like third year guys, even for me. Cause I'm like, you know, if, if there's some solid progression year after year, um, I, I'm like, yeah, that, that's kind of supposed to happen. You know, I know sometimes, um, you know, people have a good rookie year kind of dip down in the, the sophomore slump as they call it. And then, you know, shoot back up. Um, I, I don't think that's really what's happening for, for Morant. I don't think this is like the next logical step. I, I yeah. agree. That's why, you know, I, I think he would be deserving of the award. He, he took like three steps um, you know, th this is something you'd expect a guy to hit, you know, by his fifth or sixth season, like the way he yeah. played this year. So definitely deserving. But for me, I just went for, uh, you know, with with more of a guy who's been around for a while and, um, you know, made a leap that I don't think people necessarily saw coming at this point in his career. I went with uh, DeJounte Murray. Interesting. Um, OK, yeah, yeah, because he he's been in the league since 16, 17, uh, you know, started as kind of a developmental kind of project, missed missed a whole season. In 18, really, 19. really dropped in the draft too, just from like off the court yeah. stuff more so uh, yeah. than anything. But I mean, the Spurs have really cleaned him up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and you know, from from last season to this season, he's playing a, f a few more minutes per game here. Um, you know, so you're obviously going to get you know expect some improvement, but only about you know two or three minutes more. Um, but you know, he's he's sort of increased his responsibility and sort of For load sure. across yeah. the board. But he he went up from fifteen point seven to twenty one per, per game this year. He went from 1.5 steals per game to leading the, the league in steals this year, two yeah. per game, 
5.4 assists to 9.2 assists and seven boards to 8.3 boards. Like he, he made improvements, you know, stepped up his game pretty much in every aspect. First team um, all defense. First team all defense. Um, he's, he's an incredible guard, you know, always. He's just become more of an impact player this year. Obviously made that the, the all-star team um, out West and, uh, you know, played 68 games, started all 68. Yeah. Uh, just, I, I, and, and one of those guys that, you know, it, it's not sort of in that sequential order of like, oh, he's going to, you know, be this guy by his third season or whatever. Like he, he's sure. been around for a while now. And I don't think this type of a season was a given for him. Like, uh, you, you know, you, you can, uh, sort of expect small improvements in a, in a guy's game. But I mm-hmm, think mm-hmm. there was some people who saw DeJounte Murray as just kind of a, a guy who maybe you, you know, can be a starter, kind of like an okay player, maybe even a guy you bring off the bench, just more of a defender first. Um, but I think he's he's really kind of changed the conversation on on who he is this year. Um, so so I went with him. But, mm-hmm. you know, Jaw is a great pick. Obviously, Jordan Poole is going to be a lot of people's picks. Yep, yep, Miles Bridges, even or uh, yeah, Miles, yeah, Miles Bridges get... was you know the, I think those four were like the four I really considered. Yeah. I, I would have had Desmond Bain. Like again, this was a fucking awesome NBA year. I mean, we keep it saying was. it. This was a, a phenomenal season. Like, what a great year for us to decide to finally you know start the podcast and get everything going. This was a, a hard. Yeah. This is one of the most fun basketball years that I've experienced in for quite sure. some time. Uh, but yeah, I think I think those five guys. Like, I think that oh, there's a case for any of them. Uh, like Miles Bridges yeah. in his his case. I mean. Like he, 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 I like his because, you know, when you look at his minutes from like, you know, compared from last year, there was no, yeah. he was playing the same amount. He was taking, yeah. Yeah. you know, almost the same amount of shots even, but he was just yeah. making them. And I think yeah. that's kind of like a, a really, a really good definite sh- sign of, you know, being re- like, you know, improved. one of the most yeah. improved players. Um, yeah. And, De- but, and I mean, DeJounte Murray, w- one of my favorite players to watch, uh, a guy yeah. who, again, when he fell in the draft, I was like, this is a joke that the Spurs are going to yeah. get this guy. Uh, and yeah, he <laughs> took, took a little bit longer to, to kind of develop it. But I, I think that he's one of those guys that, and for me, uh, like I, he's one of the only ones that I buy into, but like, the basketball nerds of of the internet and the Twitter sphere, they like all like gush over Deontay Murray. Oh yeah, and yeah. I th- and that's uh, I, he that's one of those guys. I'm like, yeah, that that that's true though. Like that he is yeah. such a long, versatile player. Can play either combo guard. Uh, you know, he he can he, he the jump shot maybe is the only thing that still needs a little bit of yeah. work. Uh, yeah, but that's not really like what he needs to do. He can clamp pretty much any guard in the league. He's got great yep. size, great length. Uh, really shifty in there. He's kind of like the evil twin to Shy Gilgis Alexander. Yeah, yeah. I, he's true. kind of like like Shy got all the offense, no defense, and then he got all yeah. the defense, no offense. I mean, great playmaker, but you know, I yeah. think everyone kind of understands what I mean. And they're kind of similar builds. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, you know, I think Dejounte's a, a a very notable and a, you know a deserving player for for most improved as well. Uh, but you know, yeah. I'm, I'm still sticking with Jaw, but I, I think Murray's yeah, a, good pick. a great pick also. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I even you bringing up comps like I can see DeJounte at some point kind of moving into that like Drew Holiday role, like a guy who uh, can be, you know, your your lead guard on a championship team because of mm-hmm. the the way he can just fucking envelop uh, any yep. other uh, opposing player, like lock them down with long arms, uh, you know, a lot of foot speed um, and then, you know, can go off offensively and, you know, uh, sort of, you know, distribute and be a leader offensively on a team as well yeah, so for sure i think the the future is bright for him still only 25 years old uh this season uh he's got you know time to to move into his prime here but uh yeah i've been really impressed by him but like i said yeah but both good picks uh jaw is incredible we'll see if jaw makes you know even another leap uh yep. next year because yep. that'd be pretty fucking crazy uh you know to to 
go from kind of the mountaintop where he is now to get the, the fact that he can get even better is kind of insane to even wrap your mind around. There's yeah. been a lot of improved, proved players this year. Really, yeah, honestly. Uh, you know, uh, it, it, I totally agree. It's been an insanely good year, uh, just just in general for the talent in the league. So, uh, yeah, love to see it. Uh, and, and move on here now. The second last award that uh, you know, we're going to be breaking down. Again, we're flying. I feel, it feels like we're flying at least. Uh, we are. But uh, Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, I think that this one might oh, surprise Matt. you, Jordan. Oh, no, this one's going to surprise you. Oh, well, Maybe we'll we're see. on the same weird wow. wavelength then. Okay. Because I can give, see, me, give me your guy. I mean... Uh, and going into the year, uh, you have the picks. You still have our all. You had all of our picks. Yes, I do. Who did we have? Yes. I actually don't even know. So we both initially picked Anthony Davis. Oh, <laughs> oh man, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But then I very, very smartly because uh, you know I have I I, I I could foresee he was going to get injured and and my my next pick who I switched to yeah it was a guy uh, who Miles also got Turner. injured. Yeah, I do remember this now. Yeah, yeah that was a that was a, what a train wreck those picks were. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and and the worst part was I had Bam out of bio originally. And then I changed oh. to Anthony Davis. That would have been a way better pick. That would, um, yeah, that would have still, you know, held up. Still another guy who missed games. My God, we, we yeah. can't pick him right, uh, honestly, for this award. Um, but for this one, uh, and I don't think that he will end up getting it. I think he should. Um, you know, the betting favorite and like the people, the person that everyone keeps talking about is Marcus Smart. Yep. I don't have Marcus Smart. No. I I think he was an amazing defender, very pesky guy. I think that this is kind of one of those things where people have just talked themselves into Marcus Smart is the defensive player of the year. Like, yes, he's a really great defender on a great defensive team. Like, it's a like I don't know if it's like he's really doing anything differently than I've seen. Like, I don't think that this is like a crazy defensive all star season that I've seen from Marcus Smart. Like, this is still like this is like if anything, he's more just improved himself on the offensive end rather than the defense. Like, I I don't know where all this defensive player of the year talk is really stemming from it's like, just from him it's from uh, yeah, him and the I, celtics but he's yeah like he's he, i mean celtics fans are they like they're they're one of the biggest fan bases out there so i mean of course they're gonna you know be able to push that narrative but um i decided to give it to a guy who's like very unsung he he's in the top five i think he might be actually oh. top three of the uh of the betting uh, b- uh betting odds right now but uh he's on the best team in basketball i gave it to mikhail bridges Wow. Yeah. Now, there's a guy who doesn't get any fucking respect, and he deserves no. so much. He deserves the world, man. I want to give... Mikhail, if you're listening, man, I want to give you everything, man. <laughs> uh, I want to leave it all on the floor tonight, man. Good pick. Uh, I considered him. He's not my guy. I, it's just, I won't tell you who mine is yet, but sure, yeah. I, he was definitely in my like top three. What, the, he can guard literally anybody. Uh, yeah. The best defender on the best basketball team. Uh, I mean, he, he does everything that they, they ask him to do. He's a perfect three and D kind of guy. And then again, you know, he stepped up on, on his playmaking this year. His rebounding's really improved. Uh, I, I think that he's, he's had a very, very tough, uh, tough test night in night out. And, you know, that's a big reason why the Suns have excelled against, you know, top competition because he's able to neutralize the best player on any team. And he's one of only like a handful of guys who played every single game this yep, year. He played Iron in Man. all 82. Yep. Um, which I think you definitely got to consider. He's never um, missed a, uh, a game in his career. Oh, I didn't even know that. Shit. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I believe you. I, I'll, I'll quickly fact check myself on that, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm like 99% we'll we'll sure that it. he he's never missed a game. Yeah, I, I almost went with Mikhail Bridges. I almost had him like penciled in. Like the, the Suns have been... One of the best defensive teams. I think they're, you know, I, I'm not sure exactly what they finished with, but they're top three uh, as a team in defensive defensive efficiency. And I think he's their way by far their most important defender, like a guy who you can throw basically one through four. Uh, you know, he can guard one through four, sometimes even fives, depending on who it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's 
like the the Suns, when you look at them, like they don't have it's not like where you look at the Celtics and down the line they have amazing defenders. Like the the Suns don't have the greatest defensive no. personnel. We've talked about I've talked about how impressed I've been with Devin Booker, uh, but he's still not, you know, a lockdown defender. Chris Paul's historically been a great defender and still is. Um, and you know, I, I I still think he's one of the best defensive guards in the league, but he's not as athletic as he was. And, you know, he's he's getting up there in age. So you're not gonna, you know, count on him to really, really, you know, lock down a really fast guy or anything like that. Like the the Suns don't have the the greatest defensive personnel overall, but Mikhail Bridges, I think he's just the the biggest reason why they're so tough to play against. You know, yeah. trying to score against those guys, longest arms in the world, like a lot of you know these mm-hmm, other guys mm-hmm, we've been mm-hmm. talking about. Um, you know, a, a guy who can really slide his feet, has you know can can get up and you know block shots, and he's 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 been incredible this year. I, I he he was kind of my penciled in guy, like I said, kind of top three. So I'm not mad at that pick at all. It, definitely deserving. Uh, I so yeah, I'm just looking at it now. Uh, so he missed he's missed nine games his entire career, and that was in the 2019 2020 season. Uh, and then he's played every other game. Right. So 82 games Iron his rookie Man. year, uh, 72 games the shortened uh, the bubble year, uh, yeah. and then uh, that's uh, that's that's 82 games now. Uh, the the next. Um, he's been sick, man. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. had an incredible season. The and, and I also just want to bring up. Because you know, I always see this shit on Basketball Reference. Who has ever called Mikhail Bridges the Warden? Who has ever called him <laughs> Noodles, Inspector Go Go Gadget, String Bean, Riddle, or Praying Mantis? Hey, I've called. I call him Praying Mantis. Uh, yeah. you know, from time. What are you talking about? Mm, yeah. I, okay. Uh, my bad. I, I, I should. Uh, I should take some kind of a seminar so I can. These. Uh, we should have a Praying whole... Mantis. Praying we should Mantis. have a whole like segment about you know, just looking at guys' random ass nicknames that show up on Basketball Reference. Never. I have not half of them. I've never <laughs> heard of. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's got. They've got to just be like childhood nicknames. Like someone from Basketball Reference just calls up the family and it's like, hey, is there anything you uh, called this guy when he was eight years old? <laughs> like yeah. these. These, half of these nicknames, uh, they're crazy, but they're they're fun. I like. Oh, I, them. I think oh, it's remember, awesome. Yeah. Who, who was I'm it? I think it was Time Mantis. Lord. Time Lord was Boo Butt or something. You remember oh, that? Boo uh, Butt. <laughs> I think maybe it was. It, was. it might have been Time Let Lord. Let me double yeah. check. Boo Butt. Uh, we'll have to figure that out. Um, but Jordan, who is who is your DPOI? Okay, I'm gonna hold on. I need to find out Boo Butt. Uh, and then I'm gonna tell you. Okay, so. And and this is uh, you know Boobut uh, yeah Boobut uh, Robert Williams uh, I can't believe that's a go to nickname. <laughs> um, and you know speaking of Boobut, this is gonna I went a little big brain on this. I I might come to regret this. Uh, you know uh, already I'm feeling a little shaky on it, but I'm sticking to my guns because I think I have a pretty good argument for this guy. Literally no one is talking about him, which makes it you know uh, feel a little me me feel a little shaky about it. Hey, but our picks are the ones just, that matters. That's why we do it before they release them, so you guys know. It's true, it's true. But I was, I was just kind of, you know, looking across the board at you know teams in general that had good defenses and the players on them and what they mean to those teams. Um, and he's never, he's never going to be. He, he's always going to be an unsung guy. He's kind of up there in age. Um, a guy who, I like. I think his defensive stats don't always show up, but he gets other guys' defensive stats. I'm going with, wait for it, Al Horford. What the fuck? Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Really? That, that is so weird. He's second in the NBA in defensive rating behind Rudy Gobert. Okay. So they, you know, they take a lot of different shit into account. Um, and, you know, obviously Rudy is, neither of us are giving, giving it to him. I don't think he's going to get it this year, although he still might uh, because, you know, all the advanced stats and the nerds love him. Um, he's sixth 
uh, Al Horford's sixth in the NBA in def- defensive win shares, which is, you know, better than Marcus Smart, um, right behind Robert Williams, actually, by like one point. But the the reason I went with him, too, is because Robert Williams, he's up there. I, I think he's top five in blocks per game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The reason Robert Williams is able to get all of his flashy defensive stats is because Al Horford does all the heavy lifting, defending that the real true. threats. Yeah. And then Robert Williams flies across the lane and gets, you know, weak side blocks, gets whatever. Um, Al Horford is the one talking on that back line of that Celtics defense, like KG used to do with mm-hmm. freaking uh, um, when Kendrick Perkins was there. He's the one, you know, uh, you know, uh, sort of calling out the screens, talking, uh, getting everyone where they need to go. And I think while he's not the most, you know, impressive sort of physically skilled Celtics defender, I genuinely think he's the most important Celtics hey, defender. He's on, a really on the smart interior. defender, though. That's a, again why, why you know people don't talk about him. It's uh, you know similar to what I was saying with Mikael Bridges, but I mean even more so in you know the the Horford case because yeah, as you say, yeah. he's not going out there and pinning guys' shots to the glass. He's not nope. uh, diving nope. out of bounds for for steals and shit. Uh, but you know he he knows where he needs to be. He's never caught out of position. Yep. Boxes out yep. defensively very well. Uh, yep. and, you know knows where he needs to be so that other guys can make their play. So no, I I mean. Yep. It, it it's a ridiculous it's coming, pick. coming out of left field. <laughs> it's a ridiculous pick, but it's not a ridiculous pick. Like I, I get yeah, yeah. I get your reasoning uh yeah. between that, but uh you know it, I He's it, not gonna get it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's such a I'm, I yeah, I would I'm never shutting out like, Al. Like I was trying to like go through it in my head when you were giving this little preview. I'm like, who the <laughs> fuck could it have been? Like I'm so I'm so lost on this. But uh, you know, I, I respect the pick. And again, like at the end of the day, I like it when people actually have interesting picks like that. Or like yeah. it's something. Like at least you took the you know, have some brain power, and this is not just oh he led the league in blocks. Give it to him. Like, yeah. Fucking yeah. yeah. Okay, Rudy. Uh, yeah. whatever, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, defensive player of the year, Al Horford. Uh, hey, who knows? We'll see. I mean, that yeah, would be that uh, might quite... be the only the only time he's picked for this award across any sort of podcast. So uh, I'll I'll take credit for it hey, uh, for sure. Let's do it. Push the narrative. Uh, yep. and now everybody, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. The MVP of the league, most valuable player. Uh, this one is a, uh, it's a, it's a doozy, and uh, I know there's, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of conversation out there about, you know, who, uh, who, who should be getting this award, and, uh, you know, uh, going into the year, Jordan, uh, I had Mr. Joel Embiid. Uh, yes, you do. I, I don't believe. Uh, who, who did you take for yours? Did you have a, a Jokic repeat, maybe? Uh, no, I had Kevin Durant. Which, yeah, which would have been a good pick. I feel, yeah, I feel yeah. like would have been, uh, you know, he would have been right up there if he had played a full season. Unfortunately, he didn't, but uh, I, I'm not mad at my pick. Let's say that. Yeah, uh, that is a, uh, that's a, uh, it would have been a great pick, you know, again, if he stayed yeah. healthy. Um, for this one, Jordan, and we've talked about this before, because I, I think, actually, you know what? No, I, I want to get your pick first. Let's get your pick first. I know that, you know, you're you're a big Jokic guy, uh, but, you know, it's, it's, it's really close down the stretch of the season. Uh, yeah. you know, let me know who you got. Yeah. I almost, I almost flew in with, uh, with another guy here, uh, mm-hmm. who weren't, who, who is not one of those top two. And I was very tempted to do it at the end because, um, I don't know. We'll, we, we'll get into it when we, when we get there, but I, I, I ended up, you know, going with my guy with, with Jokic. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't talk myself out of him. Back to back MVPs for the, the big man. Yeah, yeah, and he's the betting favorite. It looks like that's where a lot of people, a lot of the voters are leaning. Yeah. I know he's the sixth seed, and I know, uh, you know, we've we've talked about how that's not, you know, we, 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 that's that's not normally who my MVP vote would go to. But he's just had such a historic season, and given the circumstances of who he's missed, um, you know, between Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray, and like 
the fact that the rest of his guys are literally every single one pretty much is dependent on him to get yeah. them shots that he's um uh you know played pretty much the entire season been dependable every night been consistent um and hit that uh statistical milestone what was it how a thousand uh, points no something it was, it was like five thousand assists five oh, thousand rebound no not five thousand so i think it was maybe one thousand assists. It was. yeah it was, it's insane he did something the, crazy the that, season the season that you know that that's never did, been done before um and you know to repeat as mvp you kind of have to do something like that like you know that's that's you know when steve nash got his second in a row um even when Giannis got his second like yeah, you kind of have to up your game a little bit yeah. that, that next year to, to be in the talks. Even if you have, you know, the, the a similar type of season, it's hard to win it back to back. But yeah. I think I think he he does it for me. He he, he sneaks in there. Um, you know, it, it has been close. Um, and there's there's two other guys who, who we'll talk about. But um, I think especially too, even though he is the sixth seed, it's you know, if he was in the East, he, he'd be the fifth seed. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, depending on and how a few different games go. He could be, you know, a lot higher up, you know, in the standings. Uh, the standings are quite jumbled from like three to, to six out west. Um, so, you know, with, with all that in mind, I, I had to go with Jokic. But before you get your pick, Matt. Yep. Embiid, to me, at the end of the day, fell to third. Really? Okay. And I stuck Giannis in at second. Because I think Giannis has had an incredibly underrated season. Like, Giannis's stats this year are fucking crazy. Like, it, it's it's... Like, I know we, everyone gets voter fatigue, um, and, you know, I, I, I don't think uh, at the end of the day he deserved to win it. He might get some first-place votes uh, from some people. I don't know. But, like, he's averaging a career high in points this year, yep. literally 29.9. Up there, he, he upped his uh, uh, rebounding totals from last year, near 12 uh, this year, um, and uh, uh, right around six assists, which is where he's been, you know, through his, uh, you know, MVP years and, and campaigns. Yep, like, yep. It, and it's just been a more difficult season this year for him with Milwaukee, with Brooke Lopez out, yep. having to play center. Well, um, if you, were, I, if I know you he, remember, they started off, they were pretty uh, pretty weak uh, yeah. to start the year. Like, I mean, I think they were below 500 after the first, like, dozen games. Yeah, yeah, and they, they, they really struggled. They were missing, you know, Holiday, and, like, pretty much everyone, every big player on that team, every important player missed time. Uh, but Giannis, uh, like... You know, and, and we always have this debate, like, are we really going to give it to someone over him when, he, you know, he just won the fucking, uh, you know, the, the NBA title, finals MVP, 50 points, uh, you know, in a clinching game six. Like, uh, you, you, there's always the debate of over who's the MVP and who's just straight up the best player. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, for me, that's what just just edged him over Embiid because Embiid's case to me has kind of taken a hit in the, these last, you know, basically since they traded for James Harden. He's still been putting up incredible stats, but I just, I thought... You know, if if they really went on a tear and, you know, clearly secured second in the East or something like that, that's where I thought I would have either, you know, kept Embiid in that second spot or he would have even overtaken Jokic. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I think that was a possibility for me. Um, but just because of the sort of shaky play that they've had, um, and, you know, they've still been OK and it, it hasn't really been Embiid's fault, but he hasn't really blown me out of the water. So for me, that's how it sh- sh- shook out. But this has been one of the closest MVP races I can remember oh, seeing yeah, yeah. any of those three guys, um, you know, I, I can see the argument made for, for any of them. So I went with Jokic, but just like always, just like we've talked about basically since the middle part of the season here, it was really close. But before I give my pick, I also just want to mention, it's funny, I, uh, Jokic, again, people give him all the smoke and uh, all, all this publicity and whatnot. Uh, I mean, is he a top five player in the world? I don't see anybody ever Jokic? saying he's a top five player. Yeah, Jokic. 
because I, I mean, you could make the argument, but I don't think honestly, like he's probably like he's top ten for sure. But I think that a lot I of people think, would yeah. leave him out of that top five. Me, a back to back MVP. It's just good. it's just interesting the way that that works. It is in your mind. I think I think if he had some sort of deep deeper playoff run, I think people would call. I think people would call him top five at that mm-hmm. point. I know they made the Western Conference Finals in the bubble, but the bubble season, you know, is kind of. I, I know it counts, but Jamal you know, Murray a, was probably the best player it. during that series. So for for sure, yeah, he didn't have yeah, it wasn't the Jokic really coming out party, you know, in in, in that year. Although he did play very well, but yeah, if there was if there was a more recent kind of deeper playoff run, I think more people would. But yeah, I I don't think he would quite crack the the top five, um, and on a lot of people's list, which which definitely is interesting. Um, and you know, it comes down to you know injuries and stuff like that with Kevin Durant. I think a lot of people would still take him over Jokic. Yeah. Um, but you know it. When it comes to the season MVP, um, you know, it, it depends on a lot of things, you know, games played for sure, and, yeah, and all yeah. that. But but it is it is an interesting thing to look at um, for sure. And so here's so now I'm gonna give you guys my pick. Um so I've said it before. Breath. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I do take winning into it. I'm an old school mindset that way. And my my criteria to be considered for the MVP, you need to be on a top three seeded basketball wow, team. Wow, Jokic is out. And so is Joel Embiid. My MVP Whoa. is Giannis Antetokounmpo nice. for the third time wow. in his career. That's my pick. Um, I like it. I like he's it. He's a fucking beast, man. Like again, I, I'm he's happy incredible. if any I of the three. I saw you smirking when I was when I was talking about uh, Giannis. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is this fucker gonna pick Giannis? Jesus Christ! Yeah, no, I love I, it. I love. He's the pick. a he's the, again. When you look at like you know who like they play with. I mean, Jokic again. Obviously, uh, you know him. He really carried the Nuggets this year. Uh, but again, yeah. my uh, there's two things. One. I've slandered Russell Westbrook into the ground about his MVP claiming he was the sixth seed. Uh, and I'm not yeah. going to make some kind of exception because I like Jokic. Uh, yeah. So I'm sorry, <laughs> Joker. But uh, and again, there's a reason they're six seed because the team wasn't very good. Uh, yeah. So he, as much as he's valuable to the team. Uh, and, and, you know, who knows if if Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray were there, maybe they'd be a top three seed. We don't we don't really yeah. know. Maybe they would have been around fifth. Like we don't know how how this all would have shaken up, would have changed everything. Um, yeah. But we do know, you know, James Harden goes to Philly. And then they arguably have worse production while he's there. Yep. Uh, like yep. I thought that if anything that was gonna like secure Joel the the, the MVP at that point. It definitely could have, yeah. Um, if, if things went differently. Yeah. And then and then James Harden decided to have a really not great season. Uh, yeah. Less forty point games than Clay Thompson this year. Just want to put that. Oh out there. yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, Giannis was the consummate MVP. For the, the entire yeah. season. I mean, he was putting up huge numbers. He was carrying yeah. the, the, the 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 Bucks on his back at times, especially, you know, as we said, when pretty much every starter uh that they had had gone through some kind of a, a pretty decent injury and you know, they never really wavered. He obviously yeah. had to take some time to recoup. Um, but it, it was pretty quick that he he came back and he was able to get out there, clean it up and uh, you know, get them back into the, you know, the top top of the east. Uh obviously, you know, at the end of the, the, the they could have finished second even. Uh you know, they rest some guys, they uh, as we talked about already. Um but I think that he just did so much to impact winning both sides of the court as well. Yeah. Uh you know, could could, yeah, could be up about, there for defensive player of the year. I was just going to say like if you're looking at like just the the stats, like one one steal per game, one and a half blocks per game. Not many people in the league average that. He's and especially when he had to play center earlier on, he he's got to be right up there in the defensive player of the year conversation. Oh yeah, as well, I don't think a insane. lot of like uh, nobody wants to take it at Giannis. That's the other thing. Like you no, want to find no. like really defensive ratings on him because nobody in their right mind yeah, would want to exactly. would want to take the the rock at him. Uh, so yeah, I, yeah. I think right now I've said it before like he's top five player in the world. 
Um, I, I think he deserves the MVP. Like he's, I've said, like I'm fully bought in that he's going to be an all time great. Uh, again, I think he's got another chance to go back to back this year with the Bucks and you know possibly yeah. win uh, win his second Finals MVP. Um, and and I, th- I think he does deserve this one. Um, it, it, again, yeah. I'm happy if Joel Embiid ends up getting it. You know, leading the league in scoring as a big man. I'm happy if Jokic gets it with you know his historic season. Uh, but in yeah. my eyes, in my criteria, I got to give it to the Greek Freak. So uh, Giannis, yeah, I love it. MVP. I love it. But, I love it. Uh, yeah. If if you guys uh you know want to give us your picks for any of these awards, MVP, DPOY, is Al Horford your MVP? Here? Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe. Is, because maybe. Uh, you know he he's, he could should should be in that conversation. I'm <laughs> he's starting a, it right he's now. He's an under he's an underrated playmaker too. So you know get, <laughs> gets it done on both ends. Uh, but yeah, uh, let us know at Big Dog Ball Talk, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Uh, you know, come reach us, and uh, we want we want to hear your guys' takes. We'll get into it. We respond to pretty much everybody. Uh, we're not afraid to uh, yeah. you know, give you the smoke. Uh, so everybody, head to at Big Dog Ball Talk. Give us a follow, and uh, you know, recommend us to your friends on social YouTube, media. YouTube Shout coming us out. on Friday. YouTube, YouTube coming, coming on, on Friday. Friday people. You guys are gonna enjoy that. I'm sure. Get to see our ugly mugs out here. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been a blast this season being with you guys, uh, listening to our takes. We just want to say thank you again to, to all the support that we've seen. Uh, it's been amazing, and uh, you know, lots more content to come. Uh, the the sky's the limit here, as Michael Jordan said. Uh, the the roof is the ceiling, uh, or whatever <laughs> the, the hell he said, stupid ass. Um, but uh, this has been Big Dog Ball Talk, the NBA Award Special. Jordan, next time we're talking to these guys, we're gonna be previewing the playoffs. Playoffs, the playoffs, playoffs are here. Oh boy. Playoffs, baby. Playoffs. We got this shit locked down. NBA, <laughs> let's go. Uh I can't wait, Jordan. Uh, it's it. gonna be a blast. This has been Matt Icorn with Jordan Flegel uh for Big Dog Ball Talk. And as my friend Jordan always says. Uh yeah, I celebrate your big wins, just like Patrick mm-hmm. Beverly. Even if <laughs> even if they don't mean anything. Yep. If you get out of bed and that's not something you you know you you struggle with. You, you, Yell, throw your hands up in the air, throw oh, something, yeah. you know, hop up on the scores table or your kitchen table or something, you know, mm-hmm. lift your shirt up like ant. Just, 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 just do it. Enjoy it. Life's short. You gotta, you know, celebrate your, Rep your little some wins. push-ups just to show, uh, just show you can. Just do it. Yeah. Just uh, in the That's middle, right. like if you're not doing anything, you just want to feel good about yourself. Do ten push-ups, and if you do ten push-ups, like, fuck yeah. Come on, what are we give, doing here? Yeah, what are we give it a little about? scream. Like, give it a little scream. Yeah, give it a Guarantee. scream. Guarantee. <laughs> get your blood Guarantee pumping you'll a little feel bit. Uh, or, or like do like a ball handling drill. Just uh, just one ball handle. Just do a figure eight, and you're like, ah, yeah. I got the best handle, yeah. Kyrie. But yeah, yeah, I like we, that. We've got the we've got the best mental health uh, advice here from Big Dog Ball Talk for sure.